We are learning now that the blot that shaykh for the first day of Rosh Hashanah, and that is Aflamid Dalit. We'll begin from the very bottom of the page, Lamed Gimel Amid Base. So the Mishnah said that women are exempt from time-bound mitzvahs, mitzvah seishas mangroma, and women are obligated from, to do mitzvahs, shalai's mangroma, mitzvahs that are not bound by time. Mitzvahs that are bound by time that women are exempt from. There's a machlekes rashi teishes and brachas. What about mitzvahs de rabbanon? Are they exempt from? And Rashi says that mitzvahs de rabbanon, women are teishes understood in brachas that women are not exempt from if it's a time bound mitzvah, and uh, only mitzvahs in the Torah. But teishes holds that even mitzvahs de rabbanon, <clears throat> and Big argument in Paschim, a mitzvah aseishas man grama, where the woman doesn't have to do anything. It's not proactive. It's by being passive. Are women exempt from those kind of mitzvahs as well, or those mitzvahs they actually are obligated to do? Remodel, can you put your video on? Can't see oh. you. Thank you. Oh, that's better. I get, I get you. A good year. Oh, it's a whole new person there. Okay, so let's begin. The Gemara is the flower given based on the bottom of the page. Tell them we learned. A zuhi mitzvah asay shahazman grama. What's a typical mitzvah asay shahazman grama? Uh, so the word gives a few examples. Sukkah, lulav. Well, sukkah is time, is time bound. It's coming up. Lulav, seven days. Shafer, just had. Tzitzis. Tzitzis, if uh, the mitzvah is only by day and not by night. And, uh, and tefillin. If the mitzvah is by day, not by night, or even if it's by day and by night, and the, the halacha that it is by day and by night, but halacha ain't mighty came, we don't tell anybody, the um, Shabbos and Yom Tif were exempt because tefillin is a sign and Shabbos is a sign. So therefore, we, we don't need the sign of tefillin when we have the sign of Shabbos. These are examples of mitzvah, say, Shehaz Mangramah. What's an example of a mitzvah say that is not time bound? Mezuzah. There's no specific time. It's always. Micah. Placing a fence around your roof. Says These are examples of mitzvah that are not time bound. And um, um, what do you call it? Aveda. If you find a lost object, doesn't matter when, you have to return it. And Shiluch Khan, You always have to send away the mother. Um, so therefore, these are all myths that are not time bound. Interesting that Ramban, Ramban here lists a few more mitzvahs that are missing, and one of them he counts, which was a big controversy, is Sfiris Aimer. Counts the mitzvah Sfiris Aimer as a as a mitzvah which is not time bound, and everybody is perplexed by it because, if anything, this is, there's no mitzvah that's more time bound than Sfiris Aimer, where you're actually counting time. So someone would say it's a mistake in the Ramban. It said something else in people in abbreviated form, and people just misread it. Others, there's a whole range of answers as well. And one answer is, what's the definition of a time-bound mitzvah? Is if the mitzvah is, let's say, taking the luluf, but there's only a certain time that you have that mitzvah. But where the mitzvah is to count time, and you can only count this particular time at that time of the year, because that's when the mitzvah is. That's not a time-bound mitzvah. That is the mitzvah itself. Now, the Nazar wants to say, 
that because the Torah says that um, that you count three so it doesn't give you a day in a month. It just says the day after Pesach, not for the Shabbat, just Pesach. So therefore, whoever is obligated in the mitzvahs of Pesach is obligated to count. Since women are obligated in matzah and chametz, so therefore they also have to count. Others, you know, there are many, many answers. That's an interesting Ramban. There are other mitzvahs, seishas, mangram, and yet women are high, which again, the first have a hard time. Like the Rambam says, building the base of Migdash is only by day and not by night, and yet everyone is, is obligated to, to build, and including women. And the question is why? The Turi Evan, that's a Shagazari, gives a general rule, and he says, when is it a time-bound mitzvah? It's a new mitzvah every single time. But here, if it's the same mitzvah, but at night there's a pause, and then the following day it's the same mitzvah again, that's not a time-bound mitzvah. And, that, and they use that uh, perspective to explain the Beis HaMikdush. But there are other explanations as well, but we won't go into it right now. Let's continue the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Klolu, is that a rule? That every time by mitzvah women are exempt and every non-time by mitzvah women are obligated? Let me ask you a question. Hari Matzah. Matzah is a time-bound mitzvah, right? Pesach. Simcha, the mitzvah of Simcha on Yom Tov is time-bound, limited to Yom Tov. Big Machlik is if our Rosh Hashanah did the mitzvah Simcha not, because um, in Nehemia, when, when Ezra is telling the Yidin what to do on, on uh, Rosh Hashanah, he uses the word chedva, you should be happy. But uh, And we actually say in Davening, we said today, which is referring to Rosh Hashanah, we say. But the other say there's no mitzvah of Simcha on Rosh Hashanah, it's not called a Chag. Hakel, the mitzvah of Hakel, again, it's every seventh year after Shemitah, time bound. The mitzvah of Magrama, these are, these are all time bound mitzvahs, yet Nasha Chayav is women are Chayiv. Question number one. Question number two, and I'll show you the other way around. So, had he Talmud Tayyid, we learned before. The mitzvah of learning Tayyid, which is timeless. Pirvi to have to bear children, which is timeless. Pidyan Aben, once the third day has come, come up, it's timeless. Anytime after that, you can do perform the mitzvah, so it's timeless. The only reason why we don't do it before 30 days is because uh, we want to make sure that uh, the child is going to survive. The lab mitzvah says, they're timeless, and yet women are exempt. How in the world do you explain that? Just because we give you a rule doesn't mean that we covered, even though we give you a preamble, we say, oh, I'm going to give you some rules. Doesn't mean that we cover all our bases. Even if it clearly says, this is the rule in the following cases, and the exceptions are, doesn't mean that these are the only exceptions. Now, I'll give you an example. A coma, and everything can make, according to taste, we're talking about Erev Chumi, you can use any food, according to Rashi, including Erev Chatseris, except water and salt. Yeah, that's the mission says. And yet, Vesuleka, sounds like there's any more. Yet, what about truffles and mushrooms? They also cannot be used, like I said, a food. So even though we said chutz, there are other instances. So we see here, just because the Mishnah says these things doesn't mean it's always that way. You can't learn from a clause even in a place where it says the word chutz. A good show, everyone. What page are we on? We're on Lamed Dalit. Oh, sorry. Someone say Nasro. 34A2, Abby, in the middle of the first column. 34 
and uh, others say it's just just drush. Chassidus explains the following. Uh, actually, other say because Isaac be mitzvah, potum and a mitzvah, they're they're involved in the mitzvah, which is the marachar zerua said. Because they're involved in the mitzvah, raising the family, and everything else, they're exempt from mitzvah, other mitzvahs. And Rabbeinu Tam says in Sefer Ayosha, the rule of Isaac be mitzvah, potum and a mitzvah is only limited to mitzvahs which are time bound. If you're doing a mitzvah, you are exempt from time bound mitzvahs. And everyone asks, where does Rabbeinu Tam get that from? Even though it's Rabbeinu and Brachas as well, third page. So um, it seems from right here. Why are women exempt from time-bound mitzvahs? Because Isaac and mitzvahs. So why only time-bound mitzvahs? All mitzvahs they should be exempt from. Must be that this um, allowance of Isaac and mitzvah works with only um, time-bound mitzvahs. Because everything about Isaac and mitzvahs, the examples we give us is tefillin, reading Krishna, all time-bound mitzvahs. And then quickly, Chassidus explains, the whole idea of a mitzvah is to connect. From the word Tzavsa we're connecting to Hashem. And there are two levels of Hashem. Is the finite level of Hashem, which basically is, in, is involved in, in the finite world we find ourselves in. And then there's the infinite level of Hashem. We need to connect to these two levels. So we do time-bound mitzvahs, which are finite mitzvahs. That connects us to the finite level of Hashem. We do time-less mitzvahs, which are considered like infinite. And that allows us to connect to Hashem, which is infinite. But when do you have to connect only if you're not connected naturally and you have to do something, be proactive in order to connect? Women are generally much more religious and a higher level than, than men. They don't have to do anything proactive in order to connect to, uh, to Hashem and the finite level. So therefore, they don't have a mitzvah. They don't have to do it. Um, men, on the other hand, have to, to do everything they can to connect not only to the infinite level of Hashem, but also to the finite level of Hashem. We also had an argument for the, the Rambam Rabbi Tam. Women can do any mitzvah that they want, but uh, do they make a bracha of tzivonu when they go ahead and they, they take a lulav? Ashkenazim rule like Rabbi Tam. Yes, women make brachas on all the mitzvahs that they do, even when they're exempt. And according to Rabbi Tam, they, so according to the Rambam, they don't make a bracha, and that's what the Sfarim do today, as it's recorded from chapter 17. And um, there are two mitzvahs that we say that women shouldn't do, even though, because the mitzvahs say the potter, and that is tefillin and tzitzis. Those two mitzvahs are the, are the exceptions. So the Gemara continues now. How do we know? How do you know they're exempt? Because the Gemara, Goma mitzvillin. So this is how we know. We learn out from tefillin. We know that tefillin, that they are exempt. And we'll see them in how we know that. And therefore, um, the, what do you call it? So therefore, they're also exempt from all mitzvahs which are similar to tefillin. Which are again, according to some, it's a proactive mitzvah. So only proactive time-bound mitzvahs they're exempt from. How do we know that women are exempt from tefillin? We'll see in a minute. Mat tefillin, noshim tuzer, tefillin. Women are potter. Af ko mitzvahs asay jaragrama, noshim tuzer. All mitzvahs say time time-bound. Women are potter. Nu and tefillin. How do we know tefillin? Women are potter. Gomel amitamutayda. Tefillin in Krishna is written right next to v'shenantol v'necha. Then says akshartam, and we know when it comes to teaching tayda, women are exempt as we had before. So therefore, the potter from Tamatoida and Tfilin is right next, is juxtaposed next to it. So therefore, we say the potter from that as well. The passing after Tfilin is that you said before the mezuzah is the paradigm of a timeless mitzvah. So how do you know which way to go? How do you know that we compare that we um that, that film is compared to Talmud Torah, maybe film should be compared to mezuzah, and women should be chayiv. The Gemara says, "V'nakish tefillin mezuzah." 
says the Gemara, you know why it's filling the Talmud Torah? This case, we'd rather we prefer to equate it to Talmud Torah because Bein BePasha the Shain the Bein BePasha Shnia. If you look in Vahayim Shemaya, they're also filling is right next to Talmud Torah, but filling the Mezuzah BePasha Shnia Lai. But when it comes to um, uh, what do you call? It? Um, but in Parsha Shnia, we find Laman Yibri Yimechem not not next to Tfilin at all. And therefore, it's it's the Manitim between Tfilin and Laman Yibo is Lamanitim Zbanechem. So because Tfilin is next to Tamatoida in two parshas, next to Mzulin one, so we decided to compare it to Tamatoida, and women are exempt. Says the Gemara, um, interesting that women are exempt, and yet, um, and I told you before that, in fact, we say that women shouldn't even be putting on Tfilin and Tzitzit. There's two mitzvahs that they shouldn't be doing. So the question is, how did Nashi's daughters put on Tfilin? And how did Michal Basho, which is Dover Mel's wife, she wore Tfilin? And even the son of Bob, she went over the regular. How did she do all those things? When we say that we discourage women from putting on Tfilin. So there's a beautiful Kafa Chaim. The Kafa Chaim is, is on Shulchan Aruch. Um, Sephardi rabbi, but he also brings a lot of Kabbalah. Fascinating Sefer. So the Kav Chaim says in chapter 38, he says there that <laughs> he says there, how come Michal put on film? He says because Michal knew she was a Tzadikis, she knew that she had the Neshama of a man. And because she had the Neshama of a man, therefore sounds like she's high in all the mitzvahs like a man. And that's why they were able to put on film. And maybe Rashi's daughters are the same thing. Fascinating stuff because it explains a lot what's going on in the world around us today. <clears throat> anyway, says Yimara further. The Nakish Mezuzah Latamotaita. Says Yimara, why don't we compare Mezuzah to Talmud as well? If, if, who said Mezuzah Lachai? Okay, so it's a timeless mitzvah. So is Talmud And in Baha'i and Shemaya, you have Talmud and you have Mezuzah. So let's say that Mezuzah, women are exempt. You can't say that. It says, what's the reward for having a mezuzah? You live a long life. So tell me, what men need a long life and women don't have a long life. <clears throat> and, and therefore, they deserve to, um, to have the mitzvah of mezuzah as well. I, so Talmud also it says, gives you life. But by Talmud Torah, we have a clear posseg, b'neichem v'loi b'neiseichem. Then Torah brings another pshat, when it says, ki heim chayenu v'erich emeinu, it says, ki uchayecha, it doesn't mean Torah is, it means the mitzvahs that you glean from learning Torah, is ki uchayecha, ki heim chayenu v'erich emeinu. Interesting pshat in Torah. It says, the Gemara, let me ask another question. Sukkah, which is a time-bound mitzvah, how do I know? The Chesivah says, v'sukkah teishu shivas yamim, which is in Sukkah, seven days, Difficult to understand why the Gemara had to bring a Pasuk that Sukkah is a time-bound mitzvah. We would have brought this Pasuk, what would we have thought? That the whole year we have to sit in the Sukkah? Not sure exactly. So it says that you have to sit seven days in the Sukkah, and the Gemara brings a special Pasuk. We're having more Sukkah there. We bring a special Pasuk. Ezrach, according to one opinion, that women are exempt. Now what do you need a Pasuk for? So Mitzvah says, Mangrama. Sitting more time because I'm on her ezer. Lahay does not exclude women. Not for that. Women be chayiv. What's going on here? Why would women be chayiv? Amar Abaye. No, sukkah is different. If it wouldn't have been for the for the for the pasuk ezer, I would have thought that sukkah is an exception. Time bound, but women are chayiv. Why? 
Sadhana our thought, how you receive it says Basukas Teish says in the sukkah you should live. So and we have a rule, Teishukainturu, you should live there as if you're living at home. And how do you live at home together with your wife? So to a sukkah also, it's it's um, a person should be there with his wife. So maybe a wife has the wife has a mitzvah as well. That's what we would have thought, and that's why you need a pasuk. In fact, there are more in Shulchan Aruch uses this. I think we had this more. We'll have this more as well. Uses this idea why today we don't have to sleep in the sukkah. He says that today in in the northern hemisphere it gets start getting cold on sukkahs or uncomfortable. And since your wife has no mitzvah, she, why should she sleep in an uncomfortable situation? And since the holy of sukkah is like you should live in a sukkah like you live at home, which you live together with your wife, and therefore you're exempt from being in a sukkah and sleeping in a sukkah. Taking more further. But Rabbi says, Rabbi says, we, I'll tell you why we need a passing by sukkah to exempt a woman. I mean, I would have thought, even though I agree with a buyer, but maybe I wouldn't take it so far to give a mitzvah to women. No, I would say, okay, so your wife has to be with you, with you in the sukkah, but not that she has the mitzvah. It's your mitzvah to make sure that she's happy to be with you in the sukkah. So it doesn't prove yet that she has the mitzvah. And so why do I need a pasik to tell me that she is exempt from the mitzvah of sukkah? Why would you think that otherwise? Because we learn now, I would have thought we have Xerishova, Hamisha Osa, Hamisha Osa Mechaga Matzas. We learn out Sukkis from Pesach. Ma'alahal and Noshik, when we come to Pesach, women are chayib, because you remember where we learn out whoever is included in the sin of not eating chametz is included in the midst of eating matzah. So we know women are chayib. I would have thought, let's say that Sukkah also the chayib. Afkan Noshik Hayovah, San Sukkis also women should be chayib. Therefore, we need a pasuk to exclude. So, what do we do with this gzereshava? We learn out a number of dinim on sukkahs coming up next week. Number one is you have to eat a minimum of a kazais inside the sukkah, just like matzah. You have to eat a kazais, just like matzah. You have to make sure that you finish before chatzais. So too, by sukkah, you have to make sure you eat before chatzais. That's why the rain and you wait. Especially the first night, you wait. Or some say the second night as well. If you wait, you don't wait past chatzais because you have to eat by chatzais. Third thing we learn out, just like Ere Pesach, we don't want you, we learn the Mishnah Arab Sochim, we don't want you to have a, a heavy meal before Pesach, so you should eat the matzah and it should be endeared in, in by you. Same thing with Sukkot. You should not eat a heavy meal, Sukkot, Arab Sukkot in the afternoon. So we learn three dinim from this Gereshava. And we would have thought to learn a fourth one, that women are chayv. That's why we need the Pasuk HaEzer. Okay, Gemara continues. What about Riyah, the Mitzvah of Euler Ego? And bringing a carbon with you, and we have, we learned Mar Chagiga, there's a Pasik called that are only males. Had it not been for the Pasik, we would have thought women are chai. But why? It's a time bound mitzvah. The time of Zagmana is a churcha, like the next woman. Otherwise, we would have said women are chai. Why? You just lay down a rule that a time bound mitzvah is they're exempt. Zagmana again, itzich. We need a special dispensation when it comes to re. You know why? I would have thought, I would have thought that we should learn out from Hakel. It's a mitzvah called Hakel. And when it comes to Hakel, it says Hakel Anoshim, Noshim Vitaf. So women are definitely Chayiv, and that's time bound. So Ria and Hakel is very similar. Listen to the king read. So we would have thought it's very similar. Maybe women are Chayiv. That's why we need a special possible. Says the Gemara. So now, what do we have? We have a number of mitzvahs 
uh, which are time bound. And um, okay, we'll see in a minute. But the Afina mitfilim tudas. So you're learning from tefillin. A time bound mitzvah. Pot. I'll find you a time bound mitzvah with women lechayiv. So how do you know where to draw parallels to? For example, neilit mesimcha lechayiv. There's a mitzvah in yamtiv v'samachta v'chagecha. And and we say over there that what that women lechayiv. So let's learn from there that time bound mitzvahs women lechayiv. Omar Abaya, Abaya said, we had this argument in, in Rosh Hashanah of days. Abaya said, Isha Baila Misabcha, that when it comes to Yom it's the husband that has the mitzvah to make his wife happy. Reads it as if it says, not Visamachta, but Visimachta, make others happy. In fact, the beautiful Rashi in Parshas Kisove, when you do your vidu and you say, Samachti, you know, I rejoice, so Rashi says, Samachti Visimachti. You know what real joy is? Where you can share it with somebody else. Not that you retain it just by yourself. It's not real simple. You have something to celebrate, invite your friends, your family. That's the only time you really enjoy a simple. So the, the mitzvah, the onus is on the man, not on the woman. And um, Rashi says, what exactly is the mitzvah that the husband should buy your nice clothes for Yom to buy your nice jewelry? And Taisa says, that's only today. In the times of basic English, actually, it was the, the carbon simcha, the animal itself. Rabbi Zeta argues he holds there is a mitzvah on the woman. Taking on further, Alman Ayikam, what about a widow? A widow has no husband. So we say, Bishiruya Etzle, she obviously lives by somebody who helps her out if she's a poor woman. That person has a mitzvah to help her out and make her besimchi. In fact, Poskim want to learn from here that, you know, there's a hierarchy when you give Zdaka, who do you give Zdaka first? As we know, family comes first. You must give Zdaka to your family before anybody else. And your locals, and Aniya Jisrael come before Aniya Yircha. But they bring a knife from here that you're that um, I guess your neighbors come first before anybody else because this almond is a neighbor to somebody. It's not they're not related or anything, but it's a neighbor and this person helps out and they have a mitzvah to be misamecher on yomtiv. Mitzvah stoka says the gemara so the So why don't okay? So he said he gave us a reason simcha there's no mitzvah. What about hakel itself? You said we would have thought we learned Simcha Mahakam. So Hakil is a time bound mitzvah, women are Let's say they're all women are women are all mitzvahs time bound. So because now you have two psukim. You have two psukim telling, echoing the same sentiment. You have the mitzvah of matzah time bound, you have the mitzvah of hakil time bound, and the trade in both places tells you that women are chayiv. If the din is that women are chayiv in all time bound mitzvahs, tell us once and we'll compare everything to that one. The fact that it repeats it twice, the Taylor is saying it's limited to only these two places. You cannot compare anything else. So, if so, and we said before that Tfilin is a time bound mitzvah, women are exempt. Ria is a time-bound mitzvah, and women are exempt. So, um, say that Tupsukim, the Torah repeats itself, time-bound mitzvahs, and tells you that women are exempt. So let's say it's limited only to that, and nothing else. <clears throat> we need both sukim. When do we say that it's redundant is that the, if one of them is extra? But if we need, because each one is slightly different, different nuances, and we need to, we wouldn't learn one from the other, then it's not considered shnek suvim, and, and we can still learn from there. Um, what about the filling on Cholamoyed? What about it? 
Well, that's a time-bound mitzvah, and people don't wear tefillin. Some people do wear tefillin. Tefillin, we already established, is a time-bound mitzvah because you don't wear it at night, or you don't wear it on Shabbos and Yom Tov. And, and, and women are exempt. That's exactly what we're saying. Time-bound mitzvah are exempt. But we're asking, we have two psukim. We have tefillin, and we also have um, re'iyah. The mitzvah of going to base of English, which is time bound, and women are exempt from both of these mitzvahs. Why does it tell you to repeat it twice? Maybe it's only limited to these two mitzvahs. And uh, any other mitzvah, you um, time bound, maybe women are chayiv. Said him, no, we need them both. Because he would have said, fill in, like, because he would not said, have you ever thought, nail of really mark? It would have said, I would have thought, the what? That we should learn. Ria, Ria from Hakel. I would have, the Torah only told us about Philon and came to Ria and said, well, Ria is similar to Hakel, like I said before. That's why we need a posse by Ria that women are exempt. No, we should say just by Ria. The question we had before. Maybe who said you should compare, equate Philon to Talmud Torah, equate Philon to Mezuzah and say that what? That women are chayiv, just like Mezuzah. It's Philon the chayiv. That's why we need a pastor to tell you that they're exempt. Therefore, we need that the Torah twice should put Talmud Torah next to Tefillin to teach you that Tefillin are exempt. Says the Gemara, if they're telling me now that even though it's repeated twice, if it's necessary, it's no longer considered redundant and therefore we can compare. It goes back to my question. I asked you a question before. You have Tutsuk and Matzah, which are time-bound and women are chayiv. Hakil, which are time-bound and women are chayiv. And you told me, oh, because it says it twice, it's limited to that. But I need both of them. It's no longer limited. What do you mean? Why do you need it? No, you don't. I grant you that if the Tater would have only told us Hakel, women should go to Hakel, like Kosa Matzah, and had not written the Tater Matzah, I mean, I would have thought that Matzah women are high. Why? Because we'll compare it to. Uh, to sukkah. women are potter, so matzah also women are potter. That's how I would have thought. So I need the tailor to tell me by matzah women are high. If the tailor told us matzah, I don't need hakim. Let by hakim. You know why? Because I mean, I would say the following. It says, If children who are not high in mitzvahs, but yet when it comes to hakim, they have to come. Noshim lakoshke, noshim lachayv, and almost all the mitzvahs except a few. Surely they have to come. So therefore, it's redundant. I don't need that both of them are redundant. As long as one of them is redundant, the one, for example, in this case, hakil, the aim So therefore, we don't compare. We'd rather learn from tefillin and riyah uh, that women are exempt from all mitzvahs. Says the Gemara, honey, this only makes sense. This makes sense according to that view, which is the majority that you have two psukim of the Torah telling you the same thing. It's coming to limit you to those two psukim. The one that said that two psukim doesn't mean anything because the Torah sometimes repeats itself. In fact, we have, you know, so therefore it's quite possible that you could learn from there, compare. What are you going to say? That's question number one. Question number two. Uh, a timeless mitzvah. How do you know that women are potter in timeless mitzvahs? I, 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 sorry, how do you know the chayv? How do you know the chayv in timeless mitzvahs? So the Gemara starts off, I'll tell you how I know. The Yalif Mimoira. We learn out from honoring your parents or fearing your parents. There's no time limit there whatsoever. And we learned, Ish, Imoi, Everyone has that mitzvah. 
any timeless mitzvah, women Says the Gemara, what do you mean? What about Talmud Torah? Talmud Torah is a timeless mitzvah, and women are exempt. When they live with Talmud Torah, so we say, Mishum Nahabla Talmud Torah, because Talmud Torah is one mitzvah, timeless, and women are potter, but there's another mitzvah, Puravu, bearing children. And because there's a mitzvah of Puravu and women, we had more Yavamas that women are exempt. So here we have two mitzvahs that are timeless, they're exempt, to tell you that it's only limited to these two mitzvahs. It's actually very difficult to understand that we say that Puravu is a mitzvah that women are exempt, but in fact, that's you know that's the whole union of women to be a mother to raise a family and then we say the potter from the mitzvah. Very difficult to understand. Other than if we use what we explained before, pichsidus. When do we make a mitzvah when something is unnatural and you need to change, you need to reform, you need to connect to Hashem, so we turn it into a mitzvah. But if it's natural of who you are, women naturally. They want to be a children. They want to raise children. They want to be a mother to children because th that comes to them naturally. There's no union of making a mitzvah because that's who they are. That's their essence. A mitzvah is when you're changing your nature. It's not who you are. And that, therefore, it's not a mitzvah for them. That is what they are. So, the, so therefore, we're saying that because you have Tupsukim, Puravu, and, and Talmud Taylor, timeless, and yet, and, and those are the potter, but everywhere else, the chai. There's the Gemara. What about the opinion we learned in the mission there in, 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 in the Yavamis? He says that they both have a mitzvah. Hashem blessed them. And that you multiply fruitful, it says them, husband and wife. All you have left is one posseg, Talmud Torah, that women are exempt. So let's say that that even a timeless mitzvah, women are exempt. So we answer, even according to Talmud Torah, opinion have been. Because Talmud Torah and Pinyin Haben take the mitzvah Pinyin Haben, which is timeless, and and over the, uh, and there the women are exempt. So you have two mitz two psukim. And the rule is since you have two exceptions, Talmud Torah is timeless and exempt, and Pinyin Haben is timeless and exempt. So therefore, the part says you are full of abiyechen and brim breaker. Nami have a pivot if you might have so shnek suba bagech emalamdin. Let's go the other way around. According to Rabbi Yechim Breaker, he says Privedivya is a um, is a timeless mitzvah, but yet women are chayiv. Umoyda and fearing your parents are timeless mitzvah. Women are chayiv. So we have Tupsukim telling you the same thing. And what do we learn before? When you have Tupsukim telling you anything, it's limited to those Tupsukim. So maybe all other mitzvahs timeless mitzvahs. Women are potter. No, we need it. Why? The e of Rachmana Moida. The Torah told us. That women are chayiv to, when we say moida here, as Rashi tells us, it means also honoring the parents. But like kasev periyadiv, not written at all the mitzvah puravu. I mean, I would have thought, I would have thought that puravu is is not applicable to women at all. I, I wouldn't have thought the chayiv. Why? Because it says in pasuk, she go out there and multiply the kif shuha. The kif shuha means like going to war. Women didn't go to war. Only men who go to war, they're the ones who have to have the mitzvah for rule, but not women. So therefore, I would have thought that women are potter. So you had to write a contrabiyachimah breaker that women have the mitzvah of puravu. Nu bavi said just write kosev puravu. Be kosev pividivya. If you had written pividivya, the like kosev moira, you would not have written moira, which Rashi says means over here honoring your parents. 
have a min our women are exempt. Each the sipik be is a man who you know can go ahead and take care of his, of his parents in. Isha the sipibiolasa, she also has to take care of her husband and the family. Maybe loy, maybe she's exempt. Says the Gemara, Vikiva the Sibiolasa is like Khaifa. I would have gone a step further. I would have said that since part of her life or most of her life, she's not capable, even when she's not married, she's exempt. That's how I would have thought. Sriqa, therefore, the trader has to tell you no that they are chayid. So because that so there's nothing extra here. So all this is well. comes to, to limit. the one who said comes to teach. My So what, what are you going to say then? Let's learn from um, Talmud Torah and Pidyan Haben. You have two there. Talmud Torah and Pidyan Haben. That what timeless and women are exempt. Let's learn from there that that uh, women are exempt on timeless mitzvahs. You answered me before. You said you have two it's limited to that. But if you follow the view of Rabbi Yehuda that says that that uh, two, two psukim is not limiting at all, no, so let's learn from the woman exempt. Omar Rabbah says Rabbah. There's now a new method of learning how do you know that women are part of Mitzvah says Mangrama and Chai Mitzvah says Mangrama. Papana Yadullah, the time of Amilsa. Papana, the people who lived in Papana. And and the main one was of Achabayakov. He knows how to explain this well. says by Tfilin. So we go back to Tfilin as being the source of Mitzvah Mangrama. But before we said, because we compare it to Talmud Torah, and therefore she's exempt. No, it says, should be a sign on your hand. you have Torah coming out of your mouth. What is Torah in your mouth? Where does that come in? Laman. Huksha, so he says, from here we learn out. Huksha kola toida kula, we compare the entire toida to tefillin. In which regard? Mat tefillin mitzah says man grama noshim turis, avko mitzah says man grama noshim turis. Tells you that we compare the entire toida, the mitzahs and the toida to tefillin. Anytime by mitzah, women are exempt. As the Gemara, umid the mitzahs asay says man grama noshim turis, we're just finishing this sugir. If mitzahs asay, time by mitzahs, women are potter, Miklal, I can then glean the mitzvahs I say shaloy as timeless mitzvahs, noshim chayovus. Women are obligated. That's how we know. We don't need a special limud that timeless mitzvahs are because we'll just make an inference. If time bound mitzvahs are potter, the timeless mitzvahs are chayiv. We didn't make that inference before because before when we were learning from tefillin, it wasn't clear in tefillin itself that um, what the din is. We're just saying that you know tefillin is next written next to Talmud Torah. And therefore, we're gonna we're gonna compare it to the mitzvah, and we know that it's potter, so we're comparing it to tefillin. This is much stronger. The Torah clearly says the man tia and because the Torah clearly, like a pasuk right there, learn everything from here, everything, the entire Torah. So we're gonna learn the positive, we're gonna learn the negative. This will only make sense because when it says tefillin is man that tefillin is a time bound mitzvah, which means because you don't do it at night or you don't do it on Shabbos. The one who said that tefillin is timeless, that night you wear tefillin. And Shabbos and Yontem Yilada with tefillin, we had more airmen of Tzadik there, Rav Meir, and the others, but if you find tefillin there in the street, if you want to carry it. Those who hold that tefillin is a timeless mitzvah, and tefillin women are, 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 are potted, it turns everything upside down. So therefore tefillin women should be obligated to do, and, uh, and maybe time mitzvahs that are timeless, um, you know, what what should we do now? We, the whole thing has been turned around. There are different ways of exa exactly explaining the question. 
But the bottom line is that Tefillin suddenly became a timeless mitzvah. And if women are chayiv, changes everything. Who told you that mitzvah, whose opinion, who's also that opinion that mitzvah are timeless? That film is timeless. But he holds that he does believe in the principle two psukim come together and therefore the whole if you have two psukim uh, that, come, um, that come together, you can't learn. So he learns, obviously he cannot learn from Tfilin. That women are exempt because children are timeless. But we learn from Ria. We said before there's another posse by Ria going to the base of Migdash. It's a time bound mitzvah, and women are exempt. So we learn everything from Ria. <clears throat> I, we asked before, let's learn from Matzah and Hakel that these are two time bound mitzvah, women are chayiv, no, but they took Tsukim, and therefore they're limited only to those two mitzvah, Matzah and Hakel. He holds that you, that if it's you can compare to it. And tefillin is a timeless mitzvah, so you can no longer learn tefillin. So you have a choice of learning from Re'iyah to say that women are exempt, but you also can learn from Matzah and And we have a rule, general rule, that if you can compare to a, a leniency or make a hekesh to a stringency, you'll always go towards a stringency. Michael Mamer. So we answered that three psukim. We should have a matzah. Simcha v'hakel shlazim v'gechel shlazim v'gechel em alamdin. We added now simcha. So we say there's matzah, there's hakel, but also simcha. Even though before we learned according to Abaya, he says that the mitzvah of simcha is not on the wife, devolves on the husband. We're following here the view of Rab Zayda that the mitzvah of simcha is on the wife. And therefore that three psukim time-bound mitzvahs that women are are, are um are what do you call it? Are, are, um, so you have, they're obligated to do, and therefore they are limited to these three mitzvahs. What about a by himself? So a by himself will learn there's a third mitzvah that, that is time bound that women are chayat, and that is making kiddush on Friday night. It's it's a time bound mitzvah, it's only on Shabbos, and yet we Gemara Brachas will learn Zachar Vishamar, whoever has the has to make sure they don't do any 39 transgressions, has the mitzvah of Zachar, which is making kiddush. So women are chayiv. They have three mitzvahs now, time-bound, matzah, hakel, and kiddush. Only difficulty with Taisa that everyone has is that Abaya, that, that is actually Rava's opinion in Gemara Brachas. Abaya says clearly there that the mitzvah of kiddush for women is only with Rabbana. So how can Taisa use that? Unless Taisa somehow or another learns that Abaya changes his mind.